0: Hi, this is Erica, and you're listening to the Let's Be Real podcast. You guys, it's almost spring. Okay, the calendar says it's almost spring, but when I look outside, it's like spring, AKA muddy season here in Wisconsin, which is probably the case in most other places. But when you have, you know, dogs and you have to let them out and in, you're like, oh, I hate the muddy season. It's even worse when you have a little hobby farm. And now you're in your work boots, kind of marching through ice in the morning and slushy snow in the afternoon and then into places of mud. And it's a disaster. (laughs) It's a disaster. I actually really hate the mud part. And I always forget how bad it is and how much I dislike it until it comes back every year. But I forget because I get so excited. I'm like, yes, we're heading out of winter. We're getting into a new season. There is like so much scripture that I just love and see it very deeply and richly whenever it talks about plants and seeds. The metaphor is not lost on me. The metaphor is my favorite. Nature is where I truly feel closest to God and see him, hear him, time in my garden, outside, just nature. Knowing that this came directly from the creativity and the mind from God, all of it. I absolutely love it. And I love to watch the process. I love to be part of the process, which is why I garden and grow and try to preserve food. (laughs) So we're heading into spring which means it's kind of this whole new season, right? This kind of bringing back to life, things starting up again after a period of rest. And today, I just want to take a second to encourage you to enjoy the changing of seasons, even in the midst of the mud. That is such a good reminder for me, actually, even right now, is because I really hate the mud part. And it's coming, and it's starting but to enjoy the change of the seasons. For winter is this period of rest, at least physical rest, sometimes not emotional or mental or spiritual rest, but physical rest. I've learned a lot by the changing of the seasons, especially when you're kind of working a little bit of the land, right? I'm not a farmer, hobby farmer, but you really learn to appreciate what each season has for you. And I often am craving winter by the time. Thanksgiving rolls around like I need winter. I need the rest. One of the things that I have learned about plants, which I'm going to share with you, I'm totally going to geek out a little bit and you're just going to have to bear with me even if you don't enjoy plants as I do, because I find this really quite cool. So if you're not aware when you grow plants, you're looking for plants that grow in your region. I think everybody that makes sense, right? You're looking for something either native or has adapted and can grow in your weather, in your length of days, in your high heat, in the lows. Like you're looking for things that specifically and naturally, for the most part, grow in your area. So the U.S., the world is really divided up into growing zones. You figure out what zone you're in. I'm in 5A. And then you grow plants that can grow in your region they're labeled someone did all of that work for us and what's cool about that is it tells you where your plants will be able to survive like what area it's a little different when it comes to fruit trees so i'm talking about like your vegetables some of your perennials but for the most part like your annual vegetables you need to know where they can grow but your fruit trees on the other hand if you want to plant an orchard or just have your own fresh pears or apples Things are then a little bit different, and at first, I had no idea what it meant when you read the tag for a fruit tree, and it talks about chill hours. At first, before I really, truly understood what it was, I thought it was the same thing as like your vegetables, right? It's a zone. We know oranges grow where it's warm. They don't really grow much in Wisconsin, so I'm like, obviously, plants have different zones, trees do too. Like apples? What kind of apples grow where? Figs? There's actually a fig tree that you can grow in the north up in this zone because it can withstand some cold temperatures. So that's what I figured the rating was for all fruit trees until I learned what a chill hour was. A chill hour is actually a required number of hours that a fruit tree needs rest and cold for it to be fruitful in the summer. So for like a vegetable, it's kind of like, no, these are the minimum parameters of temperature and time and daylight and sun for it to grow. This is what it absolutely needs. And then it's focused on the growing season. Then when you get to the fruit trees, it's like, this is what it needs. And it's talking about the dormant season. That for a fruit tree to bear fruit year after year, there's a required amount of rest and cold. Was your winter a time of rest and chill for you? It was for me in some ways, but in other ways, not. But then as we head into the spring, I know that that's going to change. For those of us in the north, even if it wasn't a total season of rest or chill hours, we know that once it gets warm outside and it gets sunny, we are going much more and much faster. We have got to enjoy the weather while we have it. And things get busier. We want to be outside. We want to be enjoying the weather. But it's a whole new season and our rest, our chill hours are kind of up. So I want to encourage you to head into this uh, the spring, making it through the muddy season and reflecting on on vegetables, growing where they can grow, In all the right conditions for them, right? Focusing on what is needed and how to tend to that. And also, then comparing that to this idea of a certain amount of rest that is required to move forward, to do the growing and the work and the fruit bearing that is required. Did you rest? Rest in a way that will help you grow. As you're moving into this new season, Literally this year into spring, are there seeds that need tending, that need growing, that need attention, that you feel called to? This year I'm trying something for the very first time. It's called winter sowing. So you actually take a plastic container, put some soil in it, put seeds in it, water it, and then you close it up with another plastic top, poke some holes in it, and you put it out in the snow and you just leave it there in the cold for the remainder of the winter. And it goes through the warming and the thawing and natural rain and natural drainage. And you don't touch it. It's like a set it and forget it. (laughs) Put it outside, let it do its natural thing. And then there are seeds that I'm going to start inside pretty soon. Some of the temperamental ones that need a little bit more attention and focus, maybe a little bit more time and energy. And then there are seeds that when it's time, I'll take straight out to the garden, put it in, And walk away. Voila. Like, oh, it's time for you. This I'll do now. These other things might need some advanced prep and then let them wait. And now these time temperamental ones that require more focus. And I find that to be so true in my life. There are things that I can set into motion, like my winter seeds outside, that now they're just gonna kind of, they're there. They're just gonna do its thing when it's time. I'll be like, oh yeah, it's time. We'll do that. I'll go plant those seeds when they grow. But then there are other things in my life that need a little bit more intention, a little bit more planning, a little bit more focus and nurture. What are some of those things in your life? I just want to encourage you to take this opportunity in spring to look around, to see things changing and coming back to life. The willow branches around here are already turning yellow. And I heard my first sandhill cranes that have migrated here in the last couple days, which I know is like, oh, it's time. It's beginning. So look around and observe the changes, not only in the weather, because it's going to get up to 60 in Wisconsin this weekend, you guys. That is super exciting for us. The changes of the season. What's coming next? What is something that you prepared for, or it's part of your life, but it's out here kind of winter zone. It's just waiting for its time. And what are things that you need to give time and attention to now? Has God laid a calling on your heart, a purpose into your season? Take the time to finish these chill hours, to finish this rest. Maybe even staying out of the mud. Take your muddy season to look around to reflect. What is God doing in me? What is he challenging you with? Is he calling you to be an intentional friend? Is he calling you to serve people that need serving? Is he calling you to a season of learning, of growth, of study? Is he calling you into a new job? Is he reminding you or asking you to put attention and energy and focus back into your children, back into your marriage? Is he challenging you in new ways? Do you feel and sense him growing you in this upcoming season? Can you be reaching out to people? Can you be praying for people? There are a million possibilities, and I could never even exhaust a tiniest fraction of possibilities. That's for you to come before the Lord and to pray. And I just want to encourage you to take time to reflect this spring season on growth, on growing, on change, on rest, What is coming that needs your attention? What has already begun that you need to continue to nurture? Use that energy you get from a sunny day. Come on, you all know that a sunny day, you just get stuff done and your mood is better. Use that renewed kind of energy and happiness and joy, whatever that looks like for you, to really refocus on the calling that God has for you. I want to read Psalm 1 to you. It's one of my favorite passages, talking about plants metaphors gotta love it and says blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers but his delight is in the law of the lord and on his law he meditates day and night he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither In all that he does he prospers the wicked are not so but are like chaff that the wind drives away Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Let's be like a tree that is planted by streams of water that is firmly rooted next to the truth, in the truth, in the Lord Jesus. As we evaluate and as we look ahead and as we pray over this season that we are heading into, God, help us to see the seeds that you have sown and that you have planted all winter help us to see the areas where we have rested and maybe where we didn't rest so well maybe out of a lack of obedience we did not rest in the ways that we needed to For god if we are heading into a season of rest in the spring would you reveal to all of us would you give us the renewed desire to focus on you and to ask of you what you have for us next, to rekindle in us the things that we know that you already have for us that maybe we've stepped away from or taken break from. Energize us, remotivate us to you, to your will, to your work, and to your kingdom as we get re-energized as we head into this whole new great, lovely, beautiful, and muddy season.